Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, the Central Statistics Office has released new information on recorded crime victims and suspected offenders. It's been welcomed by the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, and they're saying it reflects the centre's data on the people it supports. And despite what um, some might have assumed, there are still new victims of rape and sexual assault at the moment. And Miriam Duffy, who's a good friend of the Limerick Today show of Rape Crisis Midwest, based here in Limerick, uh, is on uh, the line. Good morning to you, Miriam. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, uh, but unfortunately this uh, problem has not gone away. No, it hasn't. It definitely hasn't gone away. Um, Now, statistically here, since the lockdown, there were five call-outs to the Forensic Medical Examination Service in Limerick. And that is more or less on a par with last year, around the same time. So it's it's not gone away by any means. So what do you think is is feeding into that? I mean, again, people might just have assumed that you know, less movement might lead to a reduction in crime generally and might lead to a reduction in rapes and sexual assaults. Um, as I, I like, you know, we really, um, we're a member of Rape Crisis Network Ireland and for years we have been using the Rape Crisis Network Ireland database and gathering statistics. And the statistics that are coming out from the CSO now are, basically they're on par with what we have been saying for years, you know. Um, 90% of cases, um, perpetrators of sexual abuse are known to the person that they abuse. So, yes, there probably will be a slight drop through the period in that, if you like, the the opportunities for stranger rape as such are not there because people aren't out and about. But the vast majority of perpetrators of rape and sexual abuse know their victims. I tell you, that really does highlight it, doesn't it, in this situation? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And how are you at Rape Crisis Midwest functioning right now with all the restrictions? Okay, um, basically we closed the centre to face-to-face work on the 16th of March and all of our counsellors moved to online work or telephone support with all of the current clients. And in the first couple of weeks, first week, week or two, some of our clients were... Oh, I don't know, could I do telephone stuff? You know, I'll wait till you're back face-to-face. But by week three, maybe, when everybody realises it's going to be a long-term thing, um, all of the current clients that we were working with were back on board with us. So we're working away with all of those. And we have a process, like, obviously people can still ring our helpline. Um, There is somebody in the office every morning from about nine to one and she will take the calls or people can leave a message or they can contact us at info at rape crisis. Now within 24 hours, one of us will get back to them to see what their need is and how best we can support them through the crisis with what is going on. 
sometimes it's information, sometimes it's a bit of advice, but sometimes it's somebody looking for counselling. And we will try and incorporate them in with some support sessions as best we can at the moment. But Miriam, are there limitations to what you can do now compared to what you could do for somebody uh, pre-COVID-19? Um, it's different. I don't want to kind of be as strong as to say that there are limitations. Of course, it's different. Um, the, all counsellors would say there is a vast difference what you can do when you are sitting in a counselling room with somebody and the deep work you can do around trauma in the, in that space because we pride ourselves in having a very comfortable, very safe space in the centre for our clients. I mean, it's not unknown. Our, our clients, when they start using a room, you know, when a client is being let in, it's, I'll go up to my counselling room, you know. So they have that sense of ownership. So those people are now maybe trying to find a space within their own homes um, and maybe they have children and, you know, their house is full. Our counsellors have been very flexible instead of maybe, you know, if somebody can't do their telephone session during the day, they might, the counsellor will probably try and facilitate them at another time, maybe in the evening when their kids are in bed. So it's different. It is very different. Um but it, 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 some, a lot of the clients have taken to it surprisingly well, yeah. you know. And the CSO it, figures show, Miriam, that 81% of victims of reported sexual violence, and we say reported uh, incidents in 2019, were women. So it's certainly happening to men, but the vast majority of victims remain women, unfortunately. Again, and again, like it would echo in our statistics every year too because you know as, as I've always said like these statistics they fluctuate but not by much of a percentage every year and the kind of rule of thumb that we would have is ballpark about 85% of our clients are female and 15, 15 to 20. It fluctuates every year you know would be male. Uh, remind us then of the Rape Crisis Midwest number. It's 1-800-311-511 or Email me at info at rapecrisis.ie. Okay. All right, Miriam, good to chat to you. Uh, normally we'd be able to have you into the studio, but not at the moment, obviously. And well done to you and to the team there for uh, keeping your important service uh, open as best you can in very difficult times. That's uh, Miriam Duffy of Rape Crisis Midwest, based here in Limerick. Call Limerick today now on 461995.